Minutes 38 remaining. Lead by 10 points. Hello, welcome. It's episode two of the season. You're joining us on a lovely Wednesday evening. You might catch it on another day, but the boys are excited. Um, it's not, not very lovely here in Brisbane. <laughs> oh, probably a bit rainy, but WA, the Frio Dockers fans, you've got to be up and about, Juddy. It's very bubbly. Mate, I am very up and about. Don't you worry about that. Um, I've never, I've had a very good start to the week. I don't know about you, Monkey. Oh, what a what a terrific way to start the season. Um, I think, let's just jump right into it. Duck rang me. Duck, obviously, Addison Purple rang today. Um, and he's never been happier, I feel. Like, he's happier than he will be on his wedding day or whatever. Um, but he rang me after the game. He'd obviously had a couple of, a couple of cheeky ciders at the, at the ground. He was elated. It was pretty funny. Well, I walked um, into... But I felt the same. Walked into work. Well, finished the start of the, start of the start of the weekend. Saturday night, I tipped Brisbane out of a fifteen comp tipping league. I was the only one to tip Brisbane, so I walked out of Saturday night feeling pretty good. Obviously, you know the West Coast, you know the West Australian thing. Sunday night that happens. Walked into work Monday, and I was like a foot taller. I was like, "Where are yeah. you? Where are you, KK Coasters fans? Just come at me." Were you were you were you wearing like a, a Dockers singlet, like make peace and love and Dockers? No, I was trying to hang subtle, and they're just like seeing the smile on my face. I was like, "Let's talk about it." I was like, "Come on, let's get into it. Let's talk about the footy. Let's do it." <laughs> but no, I was still doing that today. Oh, mate, I'll hang on it till we. Till you know, obviously, hang on up to as long as I can. But let's dive in and let's get the read out, read out the score, Johnny. Do what we normally do. Let let the people know how good it was. Good God, it's very odd to be reading this many big numbers with relate to Freo. But twenty one goals, fifteen, hundred forty one. Many of those behinds were very kickable too. Um, to nine goals, five fifty nine. So I feel like this was a bit of a role reversal. Oh. Generally, we see those scores going the other way. <laughs> On a, oh, man. a massive role reversal, um, see the boys get above 100 points, I thought was awesome. And towards the end of the game, I was screaming for the 100-point win. I was like, get, get a oh, go. I was it, like, kick. Ooh, weren't far off. Oh. Few, few, um, few junk time goals to, to the Roos. I'm just surprised our scoring was very consistent throughout. Five goals in the first quarter, uh, six in the second, five in the third, and five in the fourth. We, normally we've had games where we get score five goals for the match. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting five a quarter. And it's it, ludicrous. It's lucky that obviously people don't call us out on what we said, but I remember you worrying about the uh, scoreless quarter. Oh man! Well, the, uh, I feel like we weren't predicting that, but we were very. We're always very conscious of it. Um, <laughs> but that wasn't even a chance. Um, I'm very, very, very happy we scored. A goal early. I forget who kicked our opening goal. It was Luke Ryan, I think. Yeah, Luke Ryan got the interesting cross. 
um, to about 45 just out directly floated in down. And, um, floated down. Let's let's dive straight into it. Let's go through. Let's. Where do you want to start? You want to start player by player from back line to forward line? Do you want to work your way up? I don't know. We can we can talk. Yeah, yeah let's let's do it. Um, so I'll have a little bit of a look uh, at the team lineup, and then we can go with the stats as well. Um, all right, let's start, start the back line because I thought the back line was. Uh, was really impressive, more or less. So, um, if we start off with, sorry, mate, get that going. Here we go. Um, so, oh, the back three: Joel Hamling, Alex Pierce, and Luke Ryan. Um, that was pretty ludicrous. So, Alex Pierce was killing it in the first sort of half. Um, Hamling didn't have too much of the ball. I think he had eight touches. But how about the spoils and just the little things like save two or three goals. The spoil mark? Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah, the spoil mark was massive. I, Man, Alex Pierce, the way he stood up um, in the back line against the... Um, he was playing on the 100... It was 150 games for... Um, 100 games for Ben Brown, I think. Yeah, 100 games for Ben Brown. And the way, yeah, Pierce, Pierce and Hamlin crossed those deep, deep backs. They were obviously getting a bit of support from the midfield. It, wasn't, it was tough for him to get it in, but... I thought Alex Pierce was looking forward to seeing him playing a full year. Oh, mate. Well, if you're without digressing too much, Alex Rance goes down. Alex Pierce <laughs> is ready to take up the mantle, mate. Fullback of the All Australian team, plus minus captain, I reckon. Hey. Um, but he, if he plays like that, he probably should get in, if you think about it. Hey. Um, Go on, mate. The halfback flankers with Wilson. Oh, Luke Ryan's the other one. Oh, he was really good, I thought. Luke Ryan's hit on um, Mason Wood in like the third or fourth quarter. Yeah. Just crunched him. Yeah. Um, he's, he's sort of hard as a... I've never really understood this saying, hard as a cat's head. Is a cat's head really hard? Um, <laughs> I don't... I've never tried to... But he seems never thought too much about it. Yeah, never thought too much about it. But I know that Luke Ryan's hard. Um, he's a tough nut. He seems to run at it like there's going to be no tomorrow at every contest. So, I mean, it's probably a compliment to a cat's head then. Yeah, it's just. I think it's just. I don't know. He's a very good player, though. I've really enjoyed Luke Ryan. He's playing above his experience. I think he's played forty games or whatever. Mm. So it's um it's very good to see. Um, Coming to the half-back line, well, this is how they're named on the team lineup. So, Conker, Wilson, and Tucker. So, let's talk about Tucker. Best claim, best game for the club called by Duck earlier today. I thought that was uh, pretty fair, actually. Mate, how was that sozzy kick from the half-forward The bombs, bomb squad. Yeah. Goal. goal. Yeah, him, Nathan, him, Wilson, and Conker. Um, it's an interesting spot for Conker to take on the half Well. You know, it's probably a different role for him, but I thought they just rolled through there and gave a lot of options from the back line and were just constant pressure from them pushing up, helped out the boys that were playing deep on those big boys. Yep. Um, yeah, exactly. And Conker was serviceable, smart player, injected in, leadership group, blah, blah, blah. So I thought he will be a good person to have with a bit of flexibility can go in the midfield. Um Across the middle, so I'll go through the wings and the, the midfielders. Um, 
so big Sean Darcy, um, 27 hitouts against Goldstein. You know, Goldstein's 32 or something, but he's still a good ruckman. Big, uh, big Darcy is going to be hard to stop if he stays fit. Mm. Well, I think big Darcy. I think Darcy had like six clearances. Yeah, and he kicked two behind. So imagine if he's getting six clearances, winning the ruck, and also kicking two snaggers. He, yeah, to get to you know to to ruck your own. Goldstein's a premier ruckman, really. You've got yeah. To... He's probably fading into a like a B grade ruckman now that he's getting a bit older and slower. But yeah, he is. He's a good ruckman. But to ruckmans, boys that big, they don't really fade, Juddy. They're just big. They're units. They're they're premier forever, just like Sandy. Forever, big Sandy. Big, big <laughs> old Sandy. But, um, uh, yeah, that's no, good. I he missed that. He missed that one that got crossed to him. And yeah, like you said, he got. But I thought he was. He competed very, very well. Yeah, he's, and he's. Um, if he can float forward and get shots on goal every game, he'll start kicking one or two a game. He's hasn't played that many games, Darcy. <laughs> We, see, we still forget that he's only sort of 20 games in or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's a bit scary. But Langdon and Hill on the wings, oh, weren't they good? Just running up and down. Um, Langdon had 25 touches. Hill had 28. Hill, um, Hill was... He, for the When the game was under the pump, it, when, it was under, when it was in those moments, I thought Hill was... He was outstanding. I thought when the... Yeah. When it opened up, but when it was to be won, I thought Hill was one of our best. I think him and yeah, him. definitely, and particularly that goal we kicked running, like that would that go down as one of the the great team goals. Yeah. Um, for our season. I thought he was just it, the turning it over. Yeah. The pressure he can the pressure he can add on the on the spread back and the, I suppose when he moves forward, the liability he adds to the you know he's just so unmatchable each way. Um, Mm. Uh, yeah, Hill, I thought Hill was probably he was up there with one of our best. Yeah, he was really good. Probably our best. Um, and then, of course, well, I think our boy with the sleeve, Nathan Nathaniel uh, Fifey, I reckon he'll probably get the chocolates on Brownlow Day. Yeah. Um, in terms of this game, hopefully he gets it for the uh, whole season because I've put a little bit of money on him. <laughs> <laughs> little sprinkle, sprinkle. Hello, yeah. Um, still getting him at about seven bucks, I think. So, I'll, I'll, I'll dabble. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm still here, aren't I? Um, yeah, I, I reinvested a bit of the winnings. So, I bet on Freo to win the first quarter. And then also bet on... That was paying about a dollar ninety something. And I also bet on Freo to win the game. So, I won about 90 bucks from all of that. Reinvested a little Ooh. bit into some five bets. Won about 90 bucks and didn't want to tell anyone on the Dork Talk podcast what you're up to. Yeah, no, we didn't even do an MRP last week. We were no. too worried about the game. So we didn't do an MRP, didn't do a Ruffies Club, so we apologise for that. Um, but this week, we'll get into it. Um, but yeah, Fife, Monday, when weren't they? Monday's just like a lovely bottle of uh, fine red wine. French French red wine, just getting better with age. Um, his goal was just very good to watch. Yeah, him and How was him did, and did the five, crowd get up and about for it? Yeah, that was a great a great goal to be at the game for. Um, definitely set up a bit by the new rules. Um, with the oh yeah, definitely. So I suppose the new rules bring in the you know once you I suppose flow out the center 
if you get it flowing out, they don't know whether it's going to, because one out of the goal square, and it just left. And Fife and Mundy just played it fantastic. And, yeah, his little off the, running to the left, off the right boot, it was just, you know, you can't, I mean, Mundy's right boot, whether it's after a siren, you know, doesn't matter. Just before the siren. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, that was a, that was a crowd favourite for sure, yeah, especially especially for Monday to slot it through. But moving to the, let's get to the oh, half. Let's get to the half forward line, Jamie. Oh, boy. That's standing at centre half forward. Big old Catfish McCarthy. Um, what a game. Oh, man, I was getting so up and about. I don't reckon I've done an episode where my prediction hasn't been Cam McCarthy kicking a bag. That's probably the, <laughs> that is probably yeah. the first episode I've ever done where I have not predicted or hoped for big C Mac walking in and just kicking a bag. But good on him, and just dude, how's his haircut? He looks like a businessman. I was saying, like. He, I would trust him to make financial decisions for me right now. Oh, you trust him with a lot of things. Um, but he just, as dangerous as ever, um, I, him, I've, I've said it, him hitting a target or him leading up at full pace, he hits the ball and his hands are as good as any, I reckon. The way he hits the ball yeah. at pace at full extension. And he got some great delivery, though. He got on the end of some, we won the ball, and he finds space and just got hit lace out and... He was lining up from 35-40 and he just slotted him. He got the end of... He was on the end of teamwork, really, at the end of the day. He's a good kick, man. He's a good shot at goal. Like He's, he's a, a very natural reliable looking. shot on goal. Yeah. Yeah, he is, even though he's an awkward-looking dude. But I think the benefit is he gets a little bit of confidence. He's playing on the second or third defender. Um, I mean, the beauty now is that... I mean, we haven't even got Hogan in yet. We've got Taberner and Lobb taking the two bigger defenders. Yeah. If, the, if at some stage Cam Mack's getting off the leash, then they change the defender to Cam Mack, then Lob's going to be playing on a grumpy. So, you know, Lob will take off and start taking these marks, which he ended up doing towards the end too. Um, so I'm, I'm really sort of... We should be scoring over 100 points a few more times this year if the <laughs> things go on like this. Oh, um, he looked he looked terrific. and But I think if we play games like that more often, our forward line and individual players will look like that. If if our delivery and use is as good as that, people our like Cam use, yeah. our people like Cam McCarthy, but it might be a lob, it might be a um, you know, those other players in the forward line will look better as a result of the overall team performance. But he's one yeah, particular he, he he found space terrifically, his lead up, his hit up and You've still got to kick him, and when he kicks him, he looks natural and he looks good. Yeah, mate. I was all about him, and I'm so glad he kicked the bag. Oh. Uh, first first time he's had a bag of goals for a while, mate. Not Probably not his first bag, though. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, so the other guys in the forward line, Lob, I thought, showed some really good things in the second half, but he'll, he'll get better and better. Um, Schultz kicking his first and second goal. Yeah, that was awesome. How, how good was it when everyone got around him? Yeah, got the thirteen that. blokes around him. Yeah, I thought I thought that was really cool. Um, Tabs took nine marks um, and probably could have taken twelve or thirteen because he dropped a few absolute oh, spot yeah. ones. Yeah, but um, but when he when weighted numbers, he did take a lot of marks. Um, Ballers probably. 
didn't do very much and also did a hammy, so that's not good for him. But um, gives uh, probably Matera comes in for him. But um, mm. poor old Ballas, probably the writing's slowly becoming more clear to him and Ross on the wall. It's been on the wall for us for a while, I think. Um, and Sun Sun Walters, I thought, did some good things too. I thought Sonny was pretty, um, pretty. He was up there dynamic um, for Hill. Like when the game was getting going, he was pretty, pretty yep. impressive when it when it was getting on to be one. I thought Hill five, um, like the the guys that needed when it was in the thick of it, and Walters was up there with them um, to get it done. Mm. I liked Bailey Banfield's game. Um, a little bit more polish for him, like Duck was saying, but he was good. Um, Brayshaw and Chera were relatively quiet did some good things Chera did some classy things when he got it but it was relatively quiet Brayshaw um, did some good things at times but was pretty quiet Ethan yeah. Hughes took some marks Ethan Hughes is a depth player I think he's Luke Ryan's backup yeah um, but um, it's good to know he can still play good, some good footy Collier looks dangerous he um, got his sozzy did he get two yeah. or did he get one Ooh, I don't know, but just overall, I just I'll have I'll have a quick look. I say, oh, I don't know. I've got the stats. No, he got one. Place. He only got one. Just the one. But mate, we kick that many. It's hard to keep track. Well, it's often we can count. We remember exactly who kicked our goals. <laughs> when you're only um, really accounting for three quarters, because normally in one quarter we don't kick. <laughs> How good the Eagles had a goalless quarter as well. What what is going on? Oh, should we? <laughs> Should we dive into some general? Because it was a crazy week in the first round um, for people. Oh, wasn't it ever? For people that were tipping, uh, for people that were following, or whatever you were doing, it was a, it was Martin. a it was a bizarre Saturday. Um, oh mate, what about what about Ducky's Chess Boys? Oh, Ducky's Chess Boys had a win. <laughs> mate, gotta give a big shout out the, to the uh, boys getting up. To the brothers, um, Ducky's very excited about chess. <laughs> I like it. What do you reckon about, so I think we've spoken about this on this before, how whenever anyone that's not a Freya supporter talks to me about Freya, they always eventually bring up how bad the song is, um, Freya song, and I'm sort of immune to it now, but I, I've turned the corner, and I think I said it last year, it's sort of like salt in the wound, it's like we've just beaten North Melbourne by 80 points, and then after that game, after getting drubbed all day, they have to listen to our song, <laughs> it's just the final dagger. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. Oh, God. Um, the salt in the wound. Apparently, there's a dude that was on the roof doing ACDC songs. Um, Is this a fact? Yeah, no, it was before the game. So, mm. yeah, so as it's like the countdown on the big screen, he was belting out a solo. And I was looking around, I couldn't see him. He must have been above me. But yeah, he, he was on the back page of the West Australian with. Um, Rory Lobb that Sunday. Yeah, yeah, right. And it was like two... I didn't see that article. Two big introductions. And I was like, mm, well, I mean... Mate, just while we're on the topic of players, so you remember how last week you got very excited when you said Collier went to Aquinas? And I was like, well, I think you might have. Ducky's like, mate, Collier went to Trinity. Did he? <laughs> yeah. So uh, you were wrong. So Ducky did text me about it, but it was not positive. It was negative. Ah, uh, I yeah. thought he meant. But, you're an idiot. Yeah, is Aquinas a private school? 
Yeah. Is Trinity is Trinity a private school? Yeah. yeah well, he went to yes. a private school then, so we can probably yeah, we can probably seven. settle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can probably settle on the fact that he went to a private school then. That's fair enough. I yeah, mean, right, yeah. I meet Ducky in the middle there with what he's saying. Oh, will you now? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whatever. M- um, MRP me. Yeah, I will. I'll get to that later. Um, how good is? So I've just realised I've remembered that. Um, since sort of 2015 or like 2013, 2015, when I used to just read as much Docker's news as I could, like it was just clickbait basically. And I'm sort of back into that just this week, reading everything I can. (laughs) Um, you don't really like reading stuff when you're, when it's all Docker's are the first team to win the minor premiership and not win a game for 10 weeks or whatever. (laughs) But at the moment it's very good to read. I'm back into reading everything. Doesn't it? Does, doesn't it turn in the media world oh, from, from the week? they just fickle? We had a terrible lead-up um, to that game, and it seems that the spotlight's gone elsewhere, like it does in the old media fishbowl. It seemed to disappear, dissipate, go elsewhere. Yeah. Um, we've, been talking, we've, been, we've been talking about it in the Freer Rockets too, mate. Winning just wallpapers over all cracks. Yep. You can win. And you can do anything, and most times you'll get away with it. And it's not until you start losing that then they'll backtrack and get you, like being cousins and eagles and all those sort of things. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting how quickly a win, a good win at that, um, everyone forgets. Yeah. Even on Friday, even on Thursday, Friday, Friday when Richmond played, when Rance did his knee, um, I was like, oh, that'll take the focus off Hogan immediately. I was like, part of me was like, oh, that's like a new media target now. And they haven't they just, poor guy probably can't stop getting questions about his knee and everyone's crying for him. Um, what do you reckon about Carlton in the opening night? Terrible first quarter, but I mean, oh. they weren't too bad after that, but I think Richmond were a bit off too. Yeah, they uh, but yeah, Carlton again taking the, the limelight in the uh, Thursday night. It was Thursday night fixture. Uh, yeah, Carlton, Richmond on the Thursday night. Yeah, they're terrible. So, yeah, I, I don't know why they've just become the team, but anyway. Um, but, yeah, well, uh, it was a very interesting first round. A lot of people got two or three tips, right? You obviously got five, I think, did you? I ended up with four. Four. But, I mean, the Geelong... was pretty good on that week. The Geelong one was a bit of an upset. Um, based on Collingwood having the best ever midfield in the universe. Collingwood should have won by 40 points, from what I saw. Yeah. Um, Melbourne going down. Yeah, Melbourne. Adelaide. Stinky. Adelaide was stinky. Um, Eagles were stinky. Oh, did you, um, tip, did you tip Brisbane? I don't think I did. I thought the Eagles would win, but I'm sort of oh. now convinced that Brisbane are going to be a pretty good side. Big. I watched the most of the Saints Gold Coast game because I put a sneaky little bit on Gold Coast at four bucks something. But um, Ruffy's Club, this was uh, solo Ruffy's Club, unannounced. But um, oh, it just fell over the line. Uh, St Kilda did. So I'm looking forward to playing Gold Coast and St Kilda the next couple of weeks because they had putrid skills. And it was at Eddie had with the roof open. So even watching it was a bit of a nightmare because there were shadows everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, that was... Can we talk about that? We have a stadium with a roof. Yeah, we have a stadium with a roof, and they're like, oh, it's sunny, let's leave the roof open. It's like, no, how about close it, 
How about only open it when there's no sport there? But it's a weird. It's a. I'm not sure whether they keep it. Um, they'll shut it if there's two games over the weekend. So if there's two games over the weekend, they'll shut it. Or if there's one game over the weekend, they'll leave it open. They won't shut it. I don't think it's got anything to do with that. Well, how many? I thought they just open it. How many were played? Um, two, I think. So just shut the thing. That's the only. Shut way. it. That's shut the only... it all weekend. Open it if you need it between games, but then shut it. Because I was. It's horrible for TV. Yeah, I thought that you would um, maybe keep it open for the grass to grow, you know, and it would be cost-effective yeah. to keep it open, or maybe that was the logical answer, but no, nah, there's no... I don't know. Yeah, I tried to bat, I tried to bat for them. Is it, it's known as Marvel now? It is, yes. Yeah. Is that the reason why the Bulldogs had that weird uniform? Um, I don't know. They have... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They had... Are the have... Bulldogs sponsored by them too, or...? I don't know. They had Hemsworth and Damon there. I saw that, but I don't know if they... Because Matt Damon isn't a character in Marvel. Yeah, maybe he's is just... He? No, he's not. I think they were just... I think they were just hooning around. Just... And mates. Well... Banging. Hanging and banging. I don't know. He should have thrown his hammer. They're probably just there for dinner for 2.22, mate. <laughs> dinner for two in the corporate area. Too much dinner for two... Well, let's dine into... Mate, one, one more thing I was thinking. Don't you reckon, like, logically, part of you is, like, um, really, you got to temper expectations. We've beaten one team, we played crap, and we played well, but then you quickly have to forget that part of you and just bloody book, book the bus for the grand final. <laughs> book finals tickets. Oh, you want to talk about... Let's get carried away. Oh, man, I got carried away. If you don't follow me... So my Instagram, I just flooded it. I just flooded my Instagram <laughs> story with... I just polluted it with as much Docker stuff. I had the screenshot for the flights. I had screen... As much as I could get on there. I think I got 15 DMs. Um, yeah, nice. And I, I, I was just sitting there. Just, if I was thinking about continuing it. If we get up against Gold Coast, I will screenshot like a Crown Casino booking. And just screenshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will keep this going as long as the doctors keep going, and I will just like. It's mostly if you might as well get the banter out there. It's the end of the day, you know. Like you might as well get your banter out there, and you know, get get amongst, get around it. You know, being down. Exactly. Um, I uh, forget what I was going to say. No, 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 I remember I was going to say. I'm in this other doctors thread, not with you guys, with the guy. If you guys aren't here, with there's and it's like unreal. There's so much. Um, shit chat and just banter in there but one guy when we were sort of pumping him at half time just just like started writing book the bus book the bus it doesn't even really make sense but i loved it so much that now i've stolen it and i'm just going to start saying book the bus all the time i started the mcg chant at about halfway through the third quarter kicked a goal yeah. kicked a goal it went quiet and i was like mcg mcg Did everyone laugh there was a few people that knew what it was about, and they turned around and had a big grin on the face. There are other people like, ah, oh, we're not playing at the MCG next week. What are you chanting? Excuse, excuse me, sir. <laughs> that is incorrect. This is Optus Stadium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the people yeah. that people that knew it, they gave a good grin. Um, probably not worth it in the end, but still chanted it. Um, Mate, book the bus. Just uh, book, book it. Book the bus. Yeah, get around it. Should we, <laughs> should we dive into some round two predictions? 
Uh, yeah, we can dive into some round two predictions. I'm just going to get round two up on my uh, laptop device. Yeah, what do you reckon? Massive. Another Thursday game, which is good. Oh, man. Yeah, very, very good game tomorrow. Prelim replay. I tipped pies, to be honest. Yeah, I tipped pies as well. I, th- I went pies by four points. Yeah, I went by ten. Um, yeah. Man, well, I like where our heads are out there. And then who we, who wins Sydney Adelaide? I don't work Friday night in emergency, so it'll just be all these cookers coming in. I went Adelaide. But, um, I went Adelaide too. They won last year at the SCG. Right. Yeah. All right. What about Bombers St Kilda? You went Bombers, hopefully there. Oh, mate. Oh, I at the moment it's a swing game, but I've got St Kilda booked in. Really? Saints weren't that good, man. Uh, Port I, to beat Carlton. Port to beat Carlton. Yeah. Geelong or Melbourne? Melbourne to beat Geelong. I got Melbourne as well. Nice. Uh, I reckon the Eagles will beat the Giants, but it'll be a hard game. It's Eagles will be put under the under the microscope. Yeah, it's good week. good to get them on some heat. It's probably disappointing to pump them up on a Dockers podcast, but they've got Josh Kennedy, Shannon Hearn, Shannon Hearns two fiftieth, Josh Kennedy's two hundredth, unveiling the flag. They've got a you know they'll show up and blow up. I think they'll blow Giants out of the water in this game. Yeah, I think they'll. Blow I them. I'm not so convinced it'll be a blowout, but I think they'll probably win. Nah, they're um, they're quality. So Brisbane will take care of uh, North. You'd think. Oh, mate. <laughs> With some. Um, mate, you wait though. You wait this week because we think we've all got a measure on these teams. A few teams came out and played stinkers. You watch the flip, so like I wouldn't be surprised if the Bombers come out and do really well. I wouldn't be surprised if Adelaide come out and do really well. Like Carlton, like Port could go back to Adelaide Oval, and Carlton could be you know scare them. Yeah, it's not easy um, to see this early. This it's not, and then Bulldogs Hawks both had good games last week. Who wins that? Probably the Hawks, but who knows? Yeah, Hawks. And then, and then Freeho. Well, we won't get into our. Game, mate. Oh, we won't get into our prediction yet. We probably should dive into yeah. some. Do you want to get into some MRP and some roughies? Yeah. I've got MRP. I've got two MRPs actually. Um, the first one's just a, a little, probably just be a fine um, for a shit comment. So Mago, shout out to you, um, has been very active on the Freeho th- uh, thread recently. Him and Noobs constantly chatting. Um, Mago. Heard Nick Nat commentating on Thursday or Friday this week. I forget which game. But apparently Nick Nat said, yeah, it's the good players that are the hardest to play on. It's like, mm, yes, I think that's pretty self-explanatory, Nick Nat. So that's a $1,000 fine, mate. Don't be doing that again. <laughs> um, reckless, really. But, you know, low impact. Um, but, you know, here's a suspension coming up, I think. So Mick Malthouse in Sunday's paper in the West wrote a scathing article about Frio um, and Fife. <laughs> uh, so talking about basically Frio have no um, depth, Fife played AFLX and then had surgery, probably not loyal, bad defensively and doesn't work the other way. Um Five comes out and gets 32 touches, 21 contested, kicks a goal, <laughs> all the stuff that he did. Um, so I think that's a fair whack. 
Malthouse is not the sort of person to come out and apologise, so um, I reckon we're just going to have to suspend him. So that's uh, probably two weeks for you, Malthouse. I think I text um, I text that to you when I read it. I said, have you read this Malthouse whack on five? And you, yeah, yeah, and you were like, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I think how, like, if the AFL want to promote in a different way and they want to do that and they invite five to do it, and he said, oh, you know, they want to do AFLX, am I allowed? Like, how can you turn that down? Or, you know what I mean? Like, you put Fife, yeah. Fife's that kind of star that he wants to do that to promote the game. Like, how are well, you... Well, like I say, now that Fife's played well and we had a win, no one's going to mention it again. But um, everyone was just looking for something to make news about before the AFL season starts and looking for something to make a big a mountain out of a molehill. Um 24-hour news cycle means a lot of the news is crap, mate. Oh, and it's not like the rest of the AFL ex-captains were duds. Like, let's not, like, I'm pretty sure... Jack Rewalt played. <laughs> Dangerfield was a cap. Like, he's, he's not alone. Yeah. No, he- I think that, yeah. The elbow thing, it was like he had a burst of drain. It's not like he had surgery. I think, yeah. Imagine if it was a boil on his leg and that got drained. Like, would anyone care? But everyone's like, oh, he had elbow surgery. It's like, shut up. Now he gets to wear that cool sleeve well, and get more Brownlow votes and win Jody some money. Nick Moldhouse when, once... When we're staying at Crown Metropole, mate, on Crown oh, Final Weekend. That's it. Book that room. Well, Mick Moldhouse once came out and said he wouldn't coach a team after Collingwood. So, he's mate, he should have been binned a long time ago from the media world. That's true. So... Mate, sneaky side note. I have... My, my leave, we get five weeks of leave. We have to take it all in a block. I have leave from September until early October. Oh. So I am off work for the grand final. <laughs> so when Freya go through undefeated and we end up booking a grand final spot, me and you will be there, mate. Live oh. episode, I reckon. No, we need, yeah, but we need to do the prelim, the pre-prelim in Ducky and the Purple Rain studio before. Oh, yeah. I'll be in Africa for the first uh, week or two of finals. And then I'll be back once I get a few blood diamonds. And... Well, let's pump up, after the MRP, let's pump up another one of our favourite segments. Let's get into the roughies. Let's get everyone hooked on gambling. Mate, I love it. I had a bet with Duck, actually, about the Gold Coast Saints game, which I thought he was like, I'll give you 24 points, Saints will pump them. I was like, mate, Ooh. I reckon the Saints stink. So I ended up winning. That's good. Um, all right, let me get some let me get some sports bet uh, junk up. What do you what do you think, mate? Have you had a look? There's some interesting you ones. Getting rough. Yeah, there's some interesting ones to throw into your uh, multi. I wouldn't be surprised if Melbourne get up at two dollars thirty five. I wouldn't be surprised if St Kilda get up at three dollars forty. I wouldn't be surprised if Adelaide get up at two dollars ten. They're all um, GWS at two seventy one. Oh man, that's my that's mine for the week. I reckon if you're gonna get around, even though I've tipped them, I, yeah, it's a bit. Actually, no, I won't get around that because I tipped West Coast to do it. Um, it's probably St Kilda at three dollars forty, which I probably won't change in my tips. I reckon Essendon are done. I think John Worsfold will be the first coach to go. Um, yeah, I think St Kilda will get up. I'm gonna get. I'm torn between Adelaide or Melbourne. Probably going to go with Adelaide. I think they'll bounce back. At 210? Um, yeah, they suit the SCG. They're a big, clunky team. Um, I'm going to go Adelaide at 210. 
and I hope they win because I've also got a bet with Duck, GWS or Adelaide, who finishes higher on the ladder. Oh, man, <laughs> Duck in side bets, God damn it! So many. Um, all right, mate. This is one of my favourite uh, uh, things. So. Um, you actually texted me about something today, which I'd like to ask you about on the pod too, but any stories from site this week? Oh, I forgot about this new segment that you're getting up and about. Yeah, I got a story from, got a story from site that involves Juddie's uh, medical profession um, and asking <laughs> that. So, had uh, a smoko conversation, started off loosely about... I, I want every segment to start with, at smoko, please. <laughs> It, yeah, so at Smoko, talking about animals, <coughs> um, poisonous bites, um, animals with bacteria that bite that aren't necessarily poisonous, poison you, um, and then just got onto this weird Oatsy in Bali, a kid stepped... Oatsy, yes. <laughs> Oatsy in Bali, a child stepped on a poisonous fish, like a stonefish or something. Mm-hmm. The kid comes out of the water and then he goes on to tell this long story about how they ran into the kitchen, came out, kind of saved this child. Is it his kid? No, 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 definitely not his kid. Don't don't let the details get in the way of the story. Is that the impression I'm, I'm getting? I'm trying to shorten it as, as Oatsy went on for, oh, he went on for a whole sandwich, but... Um, <laughs> But, a standard tradie. Oh, time. it went on for way too long. But essentially this child... A sandwich is, and a Chico roll later. He has stepped on a poisonous fish. He's come out. The guys in Indo... He's in bar. The guys in Indo have brought out something from the kitchen. Miraculously, this kid's recovering. Um, and he asked them what it was, and they said it was chicken fat. And then he's... <laughs> and he's gone on to tell us about chicken fat saving... And then I was like, yeah, yeah, and we're all like, yep, that's good. And then <laughs> he flipped it and said that if you get bitten on land by something, you need to um, take on, like, fish fat or ocean, <laughs> just a, so it works. By that s- is an amazing story. So you need, if you get bitten by something in the ocean, you need chicken fat. And if you get bitten by something on land, you need ocean fat or fish yeah. fat. Well, he did it incredibly long-winded, but at the end, after I said, I said, so land-based is ocean fat, ocean bite is land fat, and he's like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, and he's like, yeah. Or you could just go to hospital. <laughs> and it was funny because mate, I'm not a doctor, but I don't think that's correct. <laughs> the best bit was. He's like, the child was, he was very calm at the end of it. And another guy was like, it's probably because he was dead. (laughs) (laughs) He's very calm. (laughs) Mate, the chicken fat has calming properties as well. Don't you worry about that. I don't even know. Where do you go? Where do you get chicken? That's what I was like. I've never, uh, where do you get fish fat? I don't know. I like, I understand. Fish doesn't really have fat on it, does it? I thought it was all like in the meat, like omega three or whatever. Well, that's I don't know. That stories from maybe it maybe it dulls the pain. Maybe you just like maybe the kid just stepped on something and it was like a placebo thing. We had a guy, um, a, a pediatric surgeon, give us a lecture last year at the children's hospital here in Brizzy, and he was saying, "All right, so burns in particular, but like any wounds, he's like 
I, you name it, anything in the kitchen cupboard, I've seen someone come in with that on their injury. So he reckons he's seen peanut butter, olive oil, uh, butter, Vegemite. Like he's like, literally, you can say pretty much anything in the cupboard and I would have seen a parent bring in their kid with an injury with that on it. I doubt he's seen... Of course, none of it does anything. (laughs) What what, what were you going to say? I doubt he's seen... Doubt he hasn't seen Oatsy coming in the emergency room with his kid. With with some chicken fat. Some chicken fat on a fish poison. Uh, yeah. Well, imagine if he was like, oh, yeah, well, that's the one exception. That's what you need to do. <laughs> we need medical-grade chicken fat for that. But that, <laughs> that was... snake, that sea snake bite. That was Smoko today. That did take... That took about a sandwich and a half. Um, How long... So, is any break on site called Smoko? We only have one. Um, it's half an hour. It's half an hour and it's Smoko. Um, yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's lunch, but we call it Smoko. I like it. Yeah, so we that's... We get a half-hour break, too. Yeah, that's stories from... Um, Oatsy is probably going to occupy a large portion of their stories Mate, from site. I am not complaining. Oatsy sounds great. Um, all right, should we get into this week? Oh, well, we've got... We've got Mate, a... Sh- how long have we been recording for? Time is flying by. We're up to forty. Um, we're up on. to forty minutes, so we've got twenty That's minutes. Right. We've got twenty minutes to talk about our hundred point victory over the Gold Coast Suns. Well, I don't want to count my chickens, but I've got a hundred of them. <laughs> Let's get ahead of ourselves. Um, no, we travel up to and but we've got the good luck charm. I assume we've got the good luck charm on our side. Oh, you know it, mate. You know it. <laughs> Actually, got got Rob Dog coming over. Is Rob Dog going to be there? Yeah, Rob Dog's coming over. Oh, I was just thinking before. Um, as much as I gave duck shit for getting me tickets to the footy, I'm equally I'm what duck is to me. I'm that to dad. I'm like, oh, dad, can you get us some tickets? He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> it just sorts. He's like my my uh, travel agent when I don't have to pay him anything. <laughs> So at- oh, yeah, and he, he's also got some um, uh, Harbour Master merch that he's bringing over for me, like a Ooh. scarf or something. So it'd be around it. It'd be hot up there, but that's good to hear you wearing some. Merch. Yeah, I think it's I think it's twenty eight on. Uh, it rained today here, and it's raining down the Gold Coast, but I think it clears up by Sunday, um, which is good. It's another. It is three forty on a Sunday. Yeah, well, so it'll be. What three forty for you, or one forty for you? Australian AES two. One forty for you, yeah. So one forty for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the cheeky Arvo game. Probably the sun will be blaring into my eyes. Um, probably forget Sonny's. Um, but you know, I'll be out of here. What's going on by the uh, four four thousand other people that'll be there. Teams, so how about this? Yeah, go on. Oh, I just thought teams might have been close. Team, teams are going to be out for tomorrow's game. Yeah, they just go out for the Thursday, so we won't get to have a look. Yeah. Well, let's go through yeah. that. That's the main thing that people are probably, our dying hundred listeners, are keen to hear. Who comes in, oh, who comes out. Let's give a, little, give a little plug, actually. Get around our Facebook page. It's literally just dog talk. Um, but... We post stuff on there and post the link to the things. So if you do listen, because I don't think we have 100 people that follow us on the page, 
I posted a video today of Tabernacle from the weekend when he takes a clunk like 10, 15 minutes out from goal. And then as he's falling down, he just whacks his arm out and punches McKay, the North Melbourne defender, in the dick. Um, so it's well worth having a look. If nothing else, you can hop on the page, watch that video, and then hop back off. <laughs> um, but yeah, get around the Facebook. I, I tend to just post stupid shit on there. And it's generally me. You don't really do the Facebook much, do you, monkey? No, I don't have it at the moment, but I need to get it back for the... Because I haven't had it for the off-season. I only really get it back for things that I need it for, and obviously, Dork Talk, I need it. Um, probably need to monitor you so you're not putting up too many dick-whack videos. <laughs> Dude, that was pretty good dick-whack. Did you watch it? No, nah, well, obviously, are you just putting up heaps I've of videos... i it to you. Are you just putting up heaps of videos of guys whacking each other, and are you doing that again? Do this? Yeah. Oh, no, I've learned my lesson. I did the time. I did my time in jail for that. Um, but, yeah, no, it's a pretty funny video. Uh, generally, I just post whatever I'm thinking at the time. I probably post once or twice a week, so you don't have to get spammed. Oh, mate, yeah. if you're on Facebook, on Facebook. you got to get on. There's that many, you know, if you're following Channel 7 AFL, they're polluting your feed with that much. There's nothing wrong with a bit of dork talk getting in your feed. Yeah. Um, it'll be ref- refreshingly low quality content similar to our podcast. But yes, so what was I going to say? Prediction. Prediction for this weekend for the Dockers game. Mate, you know what I want to see? I yes. want to see Cam Mack back it up with at least three goals. <laughs> if Cam Mack is on eight goals at the end of this week, oh boy. I was going to resist, I was going to resist, but he needs to pack extra baggage for this game, Juddy. Dude, I am lucky he's flying with Virgin because you get included bags. Mate. He's going to need them. If he goes about his business the way he did last week, it is going to be, Dockers are going to be at a loss in, in, in expenses. There's just going to be a new little category on an Excel spreadsheet where they're calculating their losses and it's going to be... Cam McCarthy's extra baggage. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna the Dockers' uh, profit and loss margins are just gonna blow out. Um, but yeah, looking forward to the game. Would love to see McCarthy kick a few. Um, would love to see Tabs kick like clunk them again, like consolidate on last week. Because if we can knock off these two teams, despite them probably being low teams, um, we'll nine. come into around three and four. With confidence, and I think that is more important than you know us knocking off a big team. Is us having a bit of confidence and being on a roll, and then we can start challenging teams like the Eagles and Collingwood and Richmond and stuff. Same to build. But, um, oh yeah, man. If we start playing, and then you know we'll get tested when we play better teams with better structures. But the confidence is going to be key. Um, I want to see us put teams away when we have the chance, not miss stupid things. Um, who comes in for ballots? Do you think? Hogan. Oh, wouldn't it, dude? If that if that comes off, oh, I will be. Man, he's on my membership card. I need to see him play. Yeah, I. That's my. That's my hope. I think he. I think playing away from home. I don't like the chances, but I think just ease him in away from home. I think he's a chance to come in. Yeah, maybe. Um, it'll be. Probably just Brandon Matera comes in after yeah. suspension. But yeah. 
Because he's got if short. If Hogan came in, oh, 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 oh baby. Uh, I just want to see him in the squad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if, I don't even know if he's available for selection or whatever. No, I don't think he um, will be. I think it's Matera, yeah. realistically. Because Matera, well, Ballantyne can't kick it 40 metres and Matera is the obvious replacement. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Matera used to be able to kick it more than 40 metres, but then he lost 10 metres of his kick. He, yeah, you lose that 20%. Um, and his arms got shorter. <laughs> yeah, and they, they cut a bit of his arm off. Right, it's gonna be gonna be careful. There's a lot of seagulls around the Gold Coast. There, Petura will be having flashbacks. <laughs> smothered by the seagull. A lot of bird life. Um, I don't mind Metricon as a station. If it was easier to get to, it'd be fine. But it's a bit of a shithole to get to. It's like in the middle of nowhere on the Gold Coast. Well, well, you'll roll in Sunday, Juddy, and you'll have to cheer for us. I reckon we leave it there. Yeah, no drama. Looking um, forward to a, another very positive week, hopefully. God, if you made it to the end of our app, thanks for tuning in. It's been um, a more upbeat week for us. We hope we roll into next week 2-0. and oh. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, get around Purple Rain. I imagine if there were people that just listened to us and don't listen to Purple Rain. <laughs> um, if you haven't listened to Purple Rain this week, it's actually a very good episode. Yeah. Listening to Dark and Oz, very happy. Um, all right. Well, on that note, let's uh, let's make it 2-0 and uh, get back in with smiles next week. All right. Good luck, Dorkers. Love it. See ya.